Good morning, Rachel. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. That's a hard word to say. (laughs) I love the enthusiasm. (laughs) Well, what about your enthusiasm on the show? Because, I mean, you are really bringing a new sound, a new look, a new everything. And and, and we're out here watching it. Now we want to see you grow. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the experience itself is amazing, but I'm, I'm glad that, that you think I'm bringing a whole new thing to it because, uh, maybe it's because no one's ever done the song that I did in my blind audition before. Yep. Yep. I'll, um, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's an amazing experience. I'm just really glad I got to do it. What was the decision to do that? I mean, I mean, cause somewhere along the line, I mean, the, the power of yes has got to you know, <laughs> pop up somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing music uh, in a band since I was probably 13, and uh, I always always knew it was something I wanted to do, and uh, I watched season 21 of The Voice, and, and I was just, I, I needed to do it. It was something I, I didn't just want to do, I needed to do it, so I sent in some videos, and sure enough, they got back to me, and now I'm on season 23. You talk about being with that band. What is it like to be up there alone? Or 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 is the band that's part of NBC's The Voice your band right now for the moment? I mean, in, in a way, sure, yeah. Uh, all the contestants, that's our, that's our band. But I am very used to being on stage and having that band member connection. So it's, it's very vulnerable for me to be up there alone. Um, but that was just the blind audition. And now in the battle round, I got to be up there with somebody. And not only that, but somebody that I'm very close with. So... It made it a lot easier that next round. I've always been fascinated with the battle round because, you know, when it comes to harmony, it takes decades for a lot of these people. Even even Randy from from the group Alabama will tell you it has to be family to be the right harmony. You guys have a week yeah. together. How do you do that in just a week? Well, I think I was blessed with a partner who just can do harmonies naturally. And I've been doing harmonies with my sister since I was five. So it's sort of something that just comes naturally in its habit. But um yeah, JB, he was very good at just picking up on that. So we practiced one time and we were golden. Don't you think that the performances on NBC's The Voice, when we speak of the harmonies, is that there's a lot of music that's on the radio right now that isn't about the harmony. It's that one single voice or it's this and it's that, but it's not that togetherness or that collaboration. And you guys are reteaching us that, hey, look, there's there's got to be something here together. Sure. Yeah. Even uh, when we were rehearsing with Kelly, she said... Uh, in the rehearsal, she said, uh, you guys should make your own group yeah. even after this. Yeah, I totally And I definitely that. would. He, yeah, I'd drive down to Nashville right now and go see JB. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being in, in that big old world of Nashville in the way that it's like, because the first place I, I, I had to go to when I walked into Nashville was I had to go to the museum. I had to go to the country music muse- museum because mm. I wanted to feel the history. Sure. Yeah. You know, I was in Nashville, I think last year and I didn't go to that museum, but I went on Broadway, of course, and uh, it just hit every bar and had to see every artist. And man, those people are really talented down there. So, yeah, it's like you you walk up to one of those those late night clubs. You're going, oh, this is where Keith Urban was. And then you and you try to envision Keith Urban up there as a total nobody. But yet he knew he was somebody. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How has social media changed everything? Because, I mean, you know, you know how it is these days. You know, these these club owners are going, well, what what's your connection? Are you an influencer? What are your numbers? I got to see your numbers. I mean, you you yourself are a communication specialist. Sure. Yeah. Um, my sister and I, because we're in Gable Girls together, a singing duo, me and her. And uh, 
we were already doing pretty well. At least we thought this was pretty well when we were getting like a thousand followers. And then after the voice had aired, man, it just skyrocketed. <laughs> Even just for me myself, I think I got 1500 new followers and man, it's a, it's a totally different world. People really like care about what you're doing outside of that, you know? If you could only see what happens on my numbers when we start having conversations with you guys, I am so grateful that NBC even gives me an opportunity to do this. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it, the, the power of what you guys are doing on this show affects a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. And I'm just really proud to represent Wisconsin because I think I'm the only Wisconsin contestant. Yeah. My family originates from Wisconsin. So it's it's when so when I when I hear that somebody's from Wisconsin it's like, "Oh my god, this is oh this is going to be fun because there's something in the dirt in Wisconsin that brings family together." Sure. Yeah. A lot of uh, cheese and beer and just <laughs> happiness. Football teams, you know. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. All the stereotypes are true. Being in that rock band, you know, while, while in high school, I mean, we we had a great time because it, it gave us an open door to get into parties that we shouldn't have been at. What, what was the journey <laughs> like for you? Well, I mean, I was pretty young when I started, so I wasn't going out to parties and everything. But, um, yeah, I was 13, and my sister was actually the lead singer of uh, the Orange Crush Band and I was the backup singer. And eventually she graduated and had to go do her own thing with college and all that. So I took over as the lead singer and uh, I did it for four years, I believe. And even after that continued with another band and that's just always been my niche is just singing with a band. Was it a garage band? Were you guys out there in that garage or were you in the basement? No, well, um, when it was Orange Crush Band, you know, we had uh, staff of the school that set it up, so we weren't in a garage or a basement. But once we were done with that, me and uh, some of the other students got together and created our own band, and we were in a basement. And uh, we didn't know how to book gigs. We didn't know how to do any of that. So <laughs> it was a lot of learning. See, that's part to me, that's the part of the process or the story that we're, we, we never get to hold on to because I, I would love to know about the moments where you were, the, the bedroom door was closed, your legs are crossed, and, and, and you're playing that guitar. You're trying to figure something out. We, we don't get that story anymore. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, like, I, I, I don't play guitar, but I play piano, and I would yeah. do the same thing. And I would, you know, write songs, and, and you know, you want to write originals that people want to listen to but you also want to write something that that means something to you and that's that's really hard to portray and and it's scary to play your originals out you yep. know you're so used to doing covers that it's a whole new ball game do you have to give yourself permission to suck and meaning that's the one thing that paul stanley used to tell me all the time is that he would go he'd go man you know when it's not a great song but you need the world to hear it you just got to give yourself permission to suck you do. You almost have to write two versions of the song, one for you and one for an audience. <laughs> so true. All right, Miss Piano Player, not even 35 feet from me is a piano from 1868 in my house. Oh, it, wow. The, it has got the most unique sound, and I have never been able to hear it anywhere else. But but they, they, they wanted to destroy it, and I said, no, 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 no. We are not going to destroy music. Are you that way with musical instruments as well? Yes, I am, especially with pianos. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because it, it, have you sat down with one with that gigantic metal plate in the back? To me, that's that's the soul of this instrument and, and why they took that metal plate out of these pianos, unless it was just the weight. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I guess I don't know the history of a lot of instruments, but I do just love the, the classicness of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Writing music in a, in a Taylor Swift world, I, first of all, I love her. I love her to pieces. But to write it, do, 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 you, do you emulate or do you say, look, I understand what's going on here, but I want to do my own thing. How do you stay so true to your own heart? 
Um, like I said, like you have to write two versions of the song, okay. but um, man, it, it's hard because a lot of songs are are the same four chord progression, and and they got a lot of words that are commercialized so that everyone can relate to it. So, and it is hard coming from someone who's been writing songs since I was ten. Um, and yeah, I, I do like to write things that are deep and personal. Um, but I think those are just the songs that you just add onto the album, and the rest of them are supposed to be sort of commercialized. <laughs> Now, what I, I got to ask you, uh, as a songwriter, as well as a writer, Jimmy Wayne is very good at this, and, and it's happened to me twice. When I sit down to write a song, I also sit down to write a book. Have you been inspired at all to carry forward into a longer form of, of the reason why that song came into being? Yes, definitely. Every time I start writing a song, I just want to write an entire album about it. Yep. I just want to pull a Roger Waters and have a <laughs> whole album based on one thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, every song I write. Can you imagine if we got back into concept albums where the whole entire concept of the album was what everybody bought into? You know what? I might just be the person to start that right back up. Oh my! Yeah, because we would sit there and, and you know and 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 do things like that with with bands, and then we would and then we would bring in the art department and see how we could bring in you know you know all these different photographs and or art to see if it would match the the mindset, like Dark Side of the Moon. Oh my God, what it did to us as kids! Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man, I wish I could have been around when that was coming out. <laughs> it was pretty cool because I'll tell you what, there were rumors that Dark Side of the Moon was actually, when you played it with the Wizard of Oz, it plays hand yes. in hand. And it's like, how did they do that? So I've heard, yes, but I've also heard that it's up until a certain point where it kind of gets cut off. But I guess apparently for like the first 30 minutes of the movie, it, it lines up. Yeah, yeah. So Kelly Clarkson is known as the Rebel. I can hear the rebel inside your soul. Does it feel good to be with somebody at your, you know, when, when you're in rebel mode? Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew from the, the second I walked into that studio that if she turned around, she was going to be my coach. She is the most <laughs> powerhouse vocalist. And even outside of singing, she's a really genuine person. She's really cool. Yeah, authentic. And and, and to me, that's that's yeah. what I mean. And she's not afraid to go up and shake the hand of a real honest to God fan or a follower or somebody that she doesn't even know. Hey, I'm Kelly. What's going on? Yeah, um, I was just telling uh, in a different interview that, man, she just kind of wanders the studio and waits to find someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best. Isn't that how we're supposed to learn? You're supposed to be like a silent wolf and just watch life and then participate with it. Absolutely. I don't even think she realized how, like what a big deal she is. She's just the most humble human being. How did your family get along with each other being so musically inclined? I mean, my God, I mean, I, I didn't get to have a blessing like that. It was we had eight kids, but I was the only one that was chasing music. Right. Yeah, it's a whole new connection, you know. Um, it was always great. Like I would have friends over and they'd be like, what is going on in your basement and I was like oh it's just my family having band practice like that was normal for us you know and uh you know me and Micah would learn something new on the piano and we'd run down there and make them stop the song and be like I gotta show you guys something and you know they didn't care we're like nine years old um but yeah there was always a huge connection in the house everyone was always playing something my dad was playing guitar I was playing piano my mom was singing always I, I can't imagine what that must have been like because you know when when you're performing and 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 you you know you're really getting into a song and you look up and you happen to connect with your eyes. I love that moment and I think that Fleetwood Mac just mastered that art between Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. I loved it when they would look at each other in the eyes. Absolutely, yeah. And you know the other thing is that like when you're playing with a band that you really know well outside of music, when you're playing and something goes wrong 
you don't even have to talk to get back on track. You can almost just communicate with your eyes and be like, all right, we're just going to do that verse again <laughs> to make sure we get back where we're supposed to be. And it's, a, it's insane. And I can't explain it to people who haven't been in a band or don't understand that connection because it's really a beautiful thing. How do you deal with those moments, though, when you're on stage and all of a sudden your vocal range changes and, and you knew in your heart there was one, one time you're going to go down rather than go up and it sounded better. Do, do you deal with that well and, and, or do you run with it? I think because I've been doing it long enough, I, I, I can handle it pretty well. But I, I'll tell you, there are times when I'm playing with Gable Girls with my sister where it just gets really off track. <laughs> I have to sort of rewire my brain and go back to what I was doing before. But yeah, yeah, that happens often. Any, sure. any spinal tap moments where things were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this just happened. It did. OK, live <laughs> off from it. All the time. It just makes a good story, really. <laughs> there's mute, Women in music is so big right now because you can see there, there's, there's a series on television. I don't want to give it a plug because I want to talk about NBC's The Voice, but I want to say that what they're doing with women in music and what this woman does in this series is just unbelievable. And it's an open door for you to say, you know what? I'm living that life. I have lived that life. We are here. Let us roar. Yeah. Heck yeah. Do you feel that the, the, the change of music and, and how you're given this opportunity now to really, really have that stage? Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that I'm doing sort of a different genre of music. You know, I look up to the, the Lizzie Hales and, uh, you know, the Pretty Reckless. You know, I love them. I love um, Hart and uh, Pat Benatar. I want to, like, give that to people. I want to, like breathe Alanis Morissette and show people that that type of music because I I don't think we're losing it but I think we're getting drowned out by by other music that's that's not for lack of a better word real you know I'm I'm so jealous of you to bring up the Pat Benatar's the heart and the Alanis Morissette's because when in, being in radio as long as I have been they were part of the journey as new performers but you get to use them as the inspiration and it's like oh my god I you know it's I mean, it's like here I mean when when Anna Nancy Wilson of heart first appeared on the scene l- music changed everything changed yeah oh yeah definitely oh man yeah, they are. They are huge inspirations for me. How do you grow beyond NBC's The Voice? I know that you've got everything going with your sister, and, and but 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 now it's time to continue pushing yourself out there even further because now we know who you are. Sure. You know, I haven't really come up with a game plan yet because I know once all of this is over, it's probably going to die down. But I really want to do something that just keeps myself out there and, and keeps pursuing music, which I think would be. Uh, releasing an album of yeah. some sort when I'm uh, allowed to. <laughs> what One of the things that I'm learning from a lot of the musicians, such as Tesla and all these other bands, is that when you're in charge of your own merch, then things begin to connect with those listeners because when they reach out and they buy your merchandise they, and they know they're getting it directly from you, it changes the landscape. Have you guys jumped into that at all? Uh, yes. I don't have any of like, my own merch with Rachel Christine on it, but we do have lots of Gable Girls merch, mm-hmm. a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, because that, that's the kind of stuff that says, oh, they're coming back. Oh, my God. They, because they, they bought something, they're taking it home. I still have a pick from Kiss when, in 1977, and, you know, they're coming to town. Okay, got to go. I, I have to. It's because of the pick. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, and it's really cool because we, we play so locally that we'll be at the grocery store and we'll see someone wearing a Gable Girls shirt, and we're like, hey, that's, that's us, <laughs> you know? Do you know what's happening down here, Rachel, in, in, in Charlotte, is that they're letting live performances take place in grocery stores every Thursday night. It, it is amazing to go through a grocery store and see a live performer in there. 
wow, that's I've never even heard of that. That's super cool. <laughs> it, 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 what it does is it changes the atmosphere because usually you're hearing the piped in music in speakers high above. But when they start that music, because the there's a store that's near us that has a, it has a bar inside of it and they play right there in the bar and it echoes all the way through the store. It is so amazing. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Would you ever get on a grocery store tour? Heck yeah. Of course I would. Man, can you imagine you're just like, man, I need some produce, and you hear Stairway to Heaven just blaring through the aisles? Like, that's awesome. It's such a great place, music, because, I mean, you know, three years ago, a lot of the musicians were thinking, I don't know what's next. I don't know what to do. I'm going to have to get a real job. Whereas today, it's like everybody's saying, I need my music. Please give me more, 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 more. Yeah. And, you know, I think that started happening and then COVID hit mm-hmm. and like all these full time musicians had nothing. So that's so great that it's coming back because I I love live music. I respect it so much. Electronic music had its heyday. It still is very popular. But doesn't it feel great to have authentic musicians as well as uh, instruments in your hands? Yes, I am. Oh, man. I, and it's not that I don't respect people who do tech music or anything like that, but I really have a lot of respect for people who can play live and play instruments. I love that. Kelly Clarkson comes up to you and says, hey, look, uh, I, I, I need some background in, in on my next song. Will you do it? 110 <laughs> percent. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why didn't we start this yesterday? <laughs> I mean, like, I already had ideas. I, I thought you were going to ask me. Yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> so where can listeners go to give you lots of love to find out about, you know, the Gables and everything else that everything is going on in your life? Because I want them to support you and give you a lift and not let you disappear after NBC's The Voice. Sure. I am the most active on my Instagram and on Facebook. I don't use a lot of Twitter or YouTube or anything else. That's beautiful. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. Rachel, the door is always going to be open for you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Thanks. You too.